now coming to you live from atop the Lavender Town Radio Tower, it's the one, the only, Puckle Podcast. It's Puckle! Puckle! It's Puckle! Puckle! Pokemon Underground Champions League, oh yeah. Puckle! And welcome to the 528th episode of the Puckle Podcast. I am your host, Trainer Thatch, here today with my early morning West Coast, Best Coast co-host. We've got the one and only Lord Jushiro. Some say good to be back, hip, uh, I'm all aboard the hype train for Legends Arceus. And then we've got uh, my favorite apparatus to carry things in. As always, we've got Basket. It's the Basket. The Basket? The Basket. There's a very early Puckle meme. Like, this is probably before, like, memes were acknowledged to be a thing on the internet. <laughs> from This is from, like, 2008, 2007. Because it was, uh, it, like, one day, like, I just went off on Sycamore, the, the first co-host of the podcast. And mm. I just went, I just went, like, the thatch is spoken. And so in the community, <laughs> in the community, they just, like, kept, kept going, the thatch is spoken. Like, if I would say something, <laughs> and somebody were to, like, like, it would be, it'd be, like, they'd be, like, yeah, I like, I like to make my peanut butter sandwiches this way. And then, like, I would talk about, like, how I'd like to make a peanut butter sandwich. And they go, but then the thatch is spoken. Yeah, like the Mandalorian. Yeah. I have spoken. Yeah, it was, no, it was legitimately like that. But, uh, of course, welcome to the Puckle Podcast. <laughs> Puckle, of course, stands for the Pokemon Underground Champions League, a nonsensical name we came up with in 2007, where we talk everything Pokemon, from the trading card game to the video game to everything in between, and we we have a really good time about it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry, I'm, I'm super excited this morning. I don't know why. I woke up. I have energy. Things are going to be cool. I didn't realize it until this morning. I was thinking about it. I'm like, we're, we're, as of recording, we are 13 days away from Legends Arceus's release, which is really insane to think about because BDSP was like this weird sideshow that happened uh, (laughs) in in November. It was like this really weird sideshow that didn't need to exist. Yeah. It was a nice knack. I, yeah. I think, well, I think Legends Arceus has, I I have a lot of opinions and I think I want to save them for the topic today, but. Like I'm very excited. I'm on the hype train. I don't think we're gonna get too much in terms of news for it, other than maybe we'll get some reviews like the week of. Yeah, because this is the game that TPCI is obviously taking far more seriously than BDSP, yes. where I don't think they want they want as little to leak as possible. Yeah, yeah. this kind of game is the reason we're here. <laughs> yes, this is the main event. This is the main course. This is what we've been waiting for. Which is different from what we usually wait for, because it's uh, usually a, a main series line, right? We we're waiting for Generation 9, but this is like... I don't even know if we're waiting for Generation 9. I don't know at this point what to expect right. from these guys, because they're doing so much weird stuff. And right. the, the thing that gets me, and this is probably more topic than intro, but Legends Arceus hasn't gotten... Like, we don't know who directed it, or literally anything yeah, about anybody okay. who did any work on it. Right. <laughs> Which is very scary to me. All we know is like Game Freak's developing it. Like Game Freak's developing Legends Arceus. And the thing that it confuses me is because there's usually two teams at Game Freak that work on Pokemon in tandem. Like one will work on the mainline Pokemon games and the one will work on like the boosted version or the remake. Right. Right. And so the remake this time was outsourced. Right. And the boosted team worked on the DLC. Right. The boosted version, uh, like there is a boosted version in the DLC that was developed by another team. 
So does that mean Legends Arceus was developed by the people who usually do main li- like the main generational game? It could be until we don't know the names, we won't know for exactly. sure. But it could very much well be. That's what my question is. Or is it maybe some third team that they developed? Right. Yeah. I know that N- Nintendo had been hiring like for months and uh, other uh, Nintendo related studios. So it could be that in the time that they've been working on it, they just up the uh, the development team and just created more teams. It could very much be that. Yeah, no, I, I they could have just developed a new team, which is fine. I, but my question is, like, I wonder if it was the typical, like, the people who we would have expected to be building Gen 9 did this instead. Mm, I see what you're saying. Okay. That's what I'm wondering. Because, like, if it were me and we're trying to put out something brand new and we want it to work, granted a January release date probably doesn't say, hey, we want this to work, but... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but if I were them and, it, like, I wanted it to work, I'd put, like, my A team on this, you know? Like, yeah, you you know Pokemon, you do this. Uh, maybe it's a different director because it's a different style of game, but it would be very interesting to see that. Yeah. Be very interesting. I agree. It's going to be hype. Uh, but other than being hype for Legends Arceus, anything else going on? Well, let me tell you, last time I was here on the show, and maybe the episode before that, uh, I had said that, oh, well, I had lost my Switch. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then I had to uh, play through the whole thing. I, you know, I started using uh, Nemesis's. Uh, switch and I played there and all that on fine. So seven months pass that I, uh, have no switch and suddenly I go to the car to look for something. No. And it was there. <laughs> in <laughs> the floor for seven months in a car that everyone has used. Wow. As in not just me and Nemesis, but neighbors and everything. And no one noticed that freaking switch there. Wow. For seven, not even the thieves, cause it could, everyone, anyone who passed by the car could have seen through the window and seen the switch wow nobody nobody took it (laughs) so i have my switch back and i couldn't be happier (laughs) that's kind of exciting uh yes that's so weird that's so weird seven months dude that switch in the car and no one saw it no one and i searched that car three times and i couldn't see it i don't know what happened that's so funny (laughs) that's so funny and what about you basket anything anything interesting uh, my birthday was January 4th. That's right, it was. For my very first, my very first present on my birthday, I got COVID. Oh my gosh. Oh no! <laughs> uh, you did tell me about this. <laughs> Are you feeling better? I, I assume am. you're feeling okay. Oh yeah, I'm feeling like 100%. Good. It was a little rough, but it was fine. Oh, and I also had uh, both my original shots i just didn't get the booster Mm. so i think that i think that was what was still that helps yeah that's the thing i've noticed with people that's the thing i've noticed i haven't seen anybody boosted get it yet yeah i don't i'm boosted i didn't uh, and i haven't got it my my mother my mother is boosted and she did get it however the symptoms were like mild headache that's the first case out of i swear to i swear maybe like 30 people that i know that got it yeah, my mom got boosted and she had it because she couldn't stop herself from going to church. And, uh, yeah. But yeah, she just spent one day with a mild headache and by the next day she, she tested, she tested positive and That's she, good. but by the next day she was just fine. She's That's like, good. I'm fine. That's good. <laughs> so for me, I have been still going down this deep, dark rabbit hole of Pokemon Cube Draft. And <laughs> I mean, this is probably something that like you guys would be interested in as the main TCG guys. Mm-hmm. just because it's so like i just wanted to draft T- pokemon tcg 
because my biggest problem with TCG, well, not my biggest problem, but one of my problems with Pokemon TCG now is it's very hard to play with retro cards in general. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're not going to find anybody who wants to play with retro cards. Like the legacy, the legacy ladder yeah. on, on PTTGO is dead. It's changed so much that that just it's not yeah. adaptable. Yeah, and you can't adapt these old cards, but you can with Cube Draft, and <laughs> <laughs> and so I'm like super obsessed with playing these retro formats with Cube Draft. Uh, I haven't actually played. <laughs> I did once. <laughs> I did once with like uh, with a small group, but it's better if you have something like eight people. So I, I'm very, like, I, I've built, I've went on Tabletop Simulator and I spent way too much time, like, customizing a table for it so that mm. we could all have, like, a really pretty cube draft table. <laughs> super fun. I think sometime this weekend before the show comes out, we're going to do one on the server and I want to plan another one probably for Friday night the, after the show comes mm. out if people are interested. Go. It's going to kind of be first come, first serve. Yeah, it has to be. Please come with Tabletop Simulator. Uh <laughs> Um, but it'll probably be on Friday night. That is Friday night time. <laughs> and we can sit down that and do a cube draft like just fun. because I think it's so cool. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Drafting with Pokemon cards is so cool and Pokemon's such a bad game for it. <laughs> it is, though. Yeah. It is, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it is. Pokemon, yeah, yeah. like, unlike Magic and stuff, like, Pokemon's such a bad game for drafting because... It, because it changed so many times. Things aren't super splashable, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Other than trainers, which I'm sure people have never gotten more than two of in a pack. And yeah, because you have to like worry about evolutions and stuff like that. And especially with the current set sizes being giant. Yeah. You're not going to do it with a current set because like you're going to be like, oh, well, these Pokemon will never evolve from each other. (laughs) 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 So cube draft. That's the way that's the way to go. That is that is insanely excited about it. So if you want to do like a Pokemon TCG draft, you should come to the Puckle Discord dot com and get on the server and hang out with me next on Friday night where we will uh, do a Pokemon cube draft. It'll be a blast. I hope. I assume. <laughs> All right. I think that's it for me uh, going on about how much I really like Pokemon cards and old ones particularly. <laughs> and uh, I think we can turn it on over to the news. So let's cue that epic music. <laughs> Welcome to the news. Uh, there's things to talk about today. More, most importantly, on Tetris 99, if you still play that, you can get a Legends Arceus theme. Hype. I'm actually kind of excited for that. It doesn't happen until this weekend. I like it because, well, one, if you like Tetris, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. And I like the occasional Tetris. And so I will probably go on and try to grab that theme because I have this Pokemon Sword and Shield theme and it's really cute. Mm-hmm. And I would really like to keep it up with the, uh, with, I would love to get the Legends Arceus. Yeah. Cause I've, uh, by the end of it, you'll actually have a good Pokemon puzzle game. <laughs> I don't know. Pokemon Puzzle <laughs> Challenge League is nothing to snuff at. Okay. <laughs> fair enough. Uh, because to be fair, that was built as just like a puzzle game and they're just like, you know what would make this sell? Pokemon. And that, that's legitimately how Pokemon Puzzle League came to be. The last time I played Tetris was, I want to say, my freshman year of high school. I was in the boys' bathroom uh, <laughs> avoiding class. 
<laughs> um, and then I found out that I could get Snake online as well. Like, okay, well, forget Ted. <laughs> <laughs> Give us a snake with a Pokemon theme so we can have an Ekans just eating. It's just pellets. an Ekans. Yeah. It's just Ekans. <laughs> it's, uh, it's not even called Snake. It's just Ekans. Ekans. Sim. There you go. We we fixed that for you. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, let's move on to the next piece. I, whoever's purple. Well, Basket, stay tuned for his show because the CCGO received maintenance earlier in the week on the back end to prepare for the transition to TCG Live. Hashtag soon. <laughs> I okay. I did see a discussion thread on this, by the way, because I, I looked at it. And somebody's just like, yeah, but the last time it happened, it still was like a month before they put out the beta. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then the, and then apparently that beta did not go well because they backtracked real hard mm-hmm. uh, on the release date. And so uh, I wouldn't be surprised if they're aiming to try to release it by the time the next set comes out, because I think that's the end of February. And I wouldn't be surprised if it comes out by then. Yeah. I'm just hoping they've taken the time to, like, actually import all of your cards from PTCGO instead of being like, yeah, we're only going to transition all the way back to halfway through expanding. Right. <laughs> Ooh, that would be a weird, awkward, like... Yeah. Right? Yeah. Well, they weren't They weren't even planning to have expanded on TCG Live for, like, the first few months anyway. Yeah. Which is weird to me in general. I don't know. TCG, I, like... And we were all like, yeah, maybe we'll get a better uh, online engine. Mm. And the answer was like, yes, but no. <laughs> like, all, like all things Pokemon like, and Nintendo, a step forward, but two backs. Yes. I was just like, how did that happen? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes, but no. Because like, at least we get to buy cards now, like individual cards. Yes. So so you don't have to do like the nonsense we do now where you like buy packs from some guy on eBay. Yeah. And then you trade those packs for something. Yeah. You can straight up just buy the card if you're if you need to pull a card, a certain card for a deck. So that's nice, um, which is all I think TCG really, really needed. needed. Yeah. But then they're just like, well, what if we take away a lot of things too? That'd be cool, right? Or it could be not <laughs> not necessarily that they taken away, just that they haven't gotten to adding it on the new engine. Well, no, they're also taking away like a lot of the personalization stuff. Mm. Well, wait, wait, wait. What personalization stuff? Well, like you, through the game, you can like earn certain like sleeves and deck boxes. And not all of that's going to transfer. Well, I mean, that's a okay. I mean, I don't want to, to anyone who's that is important to, I don't want to like make it sound like it's I mean, mad, it's got, but I like it. I like the bling. <laughs> you know, it, it, I like it bling. wasn't like TCG online had like the best graphics, you know? No, absolutely not. <laughs> so it's like, absolutely I not. don't know if we should be sad. Well, no, but I want my, I want my Gengar sleeves. Thank you. I guess. I think some of them are coming over, but I don't remember which ones. But yeah, let's talk about some Pokemon Unite stuff. All right. So there was a new Pokemon that is going to be added to Unite, and it's going to arrive on the 20th, and it's Trevenant. And that is super cool. I love Trevenant. He's a defender. That is... I don't exactly know what he does. That's perfect. But it's really... It, it, it's fun. Yeah, no, I, I mean, I'm all for more defenders and supporters. Because very early on, the game was, like, packed with all-arounders and attackers mm-hmm. and speedsters. And I'm very happy to see more defenders and supporters coming to the game. It, I don't, I haven't been playing it as hard as I was at launch, but I still really enjoy the game. You know what I mean? Uh, it, it's one of those things where, like, I'm obsessed with cube draft right now. <laughs> so I just don't have time in my schedule. 
to sit down and get super obsessed with Pokemon Unite again. Uh, I don't love the company, but I love that game. <laughs> uh, I love that game. This is the part I shut up because I haven't played it yet. Uh, you should play it if you don't have any ethical concerns. <laughs> Usually that's my problem, the ethical concerns, but it's okay. Yeah. So we got an animation called Bidoof's Last Stand, but that was totally intended to be out on Bidoof Day, but they decided they decided they put too much work into it, and the sunk cost fallacy won the day. <laughs> so we got very late, we got like something like six months later, a Bidoof's Last Stand, which is the cutest, most adorable animation in the entire world. It's about this little Bidoof who's too good at, like, HM moves. <laughs> so, like, his, his his Bidoof colony, like, shuns him. And then he runs into this trainer, and the trainer catches him, but only uses him as an HM slave, essentially. Oh, no! Um, but, but the Bidoof, like, wants to be in the, be in with the team and have a good time. <laughs> and then it ends, it ends with, like, the trainer being in this, like, really heated battle. And, uh, Bidoof just gets sent out and Bidoof's like, what, what's going on? I've never been in battle before. <laughs> uh, and there's like a rewind to like 30 seconds before Bidoof's out of the ball and like his last Pokemon gets knocked out by this Graveler. And so. Oh, wow, Graveler. Uh, uh, yeah. And this, uh, and so Bidoof comes in as like this guy's last Pokemon <laughs> out of his party because like the rest of them have been knocked out. And then Bidoof saves the day. Okay. It saves the day. I've never had a Pokemon animation that's not like a movie that was intended to like make you feel feelings, feel feelings. Uh, so it's really touching. I 100% recommend Bidoof's Last Stand if you haven't watched it. Um, it is absolutely adorable to watch that little adventure. You kind of have to watch it. And like, the animation style is really good too, and I kind of hope we just get a whole anime in that style, but we won't because n- we can't have nice things. <laughs> uh, I, that's the that's that's the truth of it, though. Uh, <laughs> all right, so uh, next piece of news. That's you, Jushir. Yeah, I'm going more into the video game battle news section of our news today. We got Pokemon Unite was reconfirmed for Worlds. Apparently, the first announcement was removed at some point for some reason. Yeah, no, they, like, announced it and then deleted it, like, 30 minutes later. <laughs> it was really weird. And this was, like, a couple months ago. Maybe it was the, the contract was still being waiting to sign. They're like, oh, no, get it back. They haven't signed the contract. Anyway. Yeah, I, I don't know. I have no idea. They just, like, they just didn't announce it. Because I, I think the way they're doing it is kind of funky. It's kind of similar to how they did Pocken the first time. Mm. Where it's, like... Yeah, it, we all remember like, how invitation. successful that was in Worlds. Well, okay, I think Pokemon Unite has way more way more behind it right, right. than than Pokken. Because Pokken has I the learning curve for Pokken even at the basic level to be good yeah. was very high. And I think to be decent at Pokemon Unite the the level's very low, but you can definitely get very skilled at okay. it. So I think Pokemon Unite is a much better game in that sense. Because then kids can still go home and play it and not feel awful. Right. Well, if you are one of those that are skilled, then prepare yourself because they also announced a tournament mode where item levels will be irrelevant. So unprepare yourself. Perfect. Item levels are like were the biggest criticism of the game at yeah. launch. Okay. So they, they've gone ahead and fixed it, which I think is really nice. I mean, they've even kind of fixed it in the game too, because I think you just get like three automatic level 30 items now. Mm. From, so you can you can have a full set of, of items. So you can have like your one mon that's your main like decked out okay okay that's cool my only fear is that they keep adding new items and then you like stuff gets better but (laughs) (laughs) but yeah uh keep going basket tell us more this one's actually really exciting i'm i'm really hyped for this one so there's an international uh so international challenges have been confirmed for february march and april and those will give each 
uh, a shiny Galarian bird participation. Ooh. So the Galar, the, so, uh, Galarian Articuno, Zapdos, and Moltres are all shiny locked in the game. Oh. And the shinies for those are actually really good. Oh, I gotta have to check those out. Well, so what they did is they took them and they gave them the colors of their Cantonian oh, versions. Oh my god, I need them. I need Moltres then. Moltres, I assume, looks amazing. They are all very good. Uh, and so for those of you at home who don't know what an international challenge is, um, it's typically the place where you can go to, uh, I think you can get our uh, CP championship points for the actual circuit if you participate. Um, it will be done probably uh, VGC style, which means you're going to have to get good at GS Cup. Get good. But... But yeah, you just have to participate and do like three battles. So I, I'm excited. I'm going to do it because yeah. I'm actually going to try to get back into VGC. I'm going to do once it. Once the ladder shifts. I'm honestly just waiting for the showdown ladder to turn on for it. <laughs> uh, that way that way I can get practice in. Uh, <laughs> that way I can get some practice in and get my feet wet again. It's been a while since I've done it. Uh, I've been in the game, so I, I really want to get back into VGC and... Uh, get my get my chops back. Do we know? Uh, so we have we have the dates like February eighteenth to twentieth, March eleventh, yes. April fifteenth to seventeenth. Do we know which glaring yes. birds? Oh, that's a good question. Uh, we don't know. I I mean, my assumption uno dos and tres. The, uh, uno dos and tres. <laughs> <laughs> that that would be my that would be my assumption. Notice that actually Spanish is my main language, and I still said that with an English uh, accent. <laughs> uno dos tres. <laughs> you can you can probably go ahead and uh I you can use the same team for all three of them because it's all gonna be in the same format. Oh, so you don't need three different teams. So if you just wanna if your, your point is just to go get all three, just go get it, uh get a team, have a good time, battle it up. So uh it's two legendary it's two box arts and uh the rest are just BGC. So the question is, what are you gonna run alongside your Sasha? <laughs> 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 oh man, I've never seen. Have we ever? Uh, since I'm talking to an expert, have we ever seen a single Pokemon be so dominant in VGC? Yes, uh, Incineroar. Oh um, really? Incineroar. I totally skipped yeah, that. One Incineroar. Oh, I, mean, I didn't when, skip that. Incine- competitively. In in Gen Seven, when Incineroar got its hidden ability, um, Incineroar. I kid you not. Like we talk about Lando T being bad in OU like all the time, and we make that joke. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I forgot about Lando T. Yeah. Um, we make we're just like, oh, it's over centralized, and it's at like forty some percent usage on NOU or whatever. And I, I think at a point it was at like fifty percent usage on NOU. Right. Um, okay, that's nothing compared to Incineroar and VGC. Wow. Incineroar and VGC, I kid you not, went all the way up to ninety one percent at one point. Wow. Nine out of nine out of ten teams were running Incineroar. Wow. And Sassian is at a hundred. <laughs> Uh, I can tell you right now what uh, nope, Zacian's yes, at. Because right now, well, right now the series is a little bit different because we're not in the uh, we're not in the usage of two legends per team. Mm-hmm. We're only in one legend per team right now. So right now in uh, series eleven VGC, I'm gonna read you the top uh, three Pokemon, maybe four, uh, <laughs> because none of them will surprise you. Um, number one is Incineroar, still uh, with a 45 percent wow. usage. Um, number two, yeah, because it's actually a really good counter to Zacian. Oh, um, okay, okay. Uh, number two is Zacian. Oh, uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> at 44, at 44.8%. Uh, number three is Landorus Theory. Oh, my God, at, the uh, same three ones. Okay, okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then right below that is, uh, Grimmsnarl at 34%. It drops pretty hard. Oh, my boy. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, Grimstar Grimstar is actually really good with the prankster. It's, it's like better Sableye. It's yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a little sad to hear that, but at the same time, it couldn't have gone. To- <laughs> yeah. the, the good news is Seth likes both so it's okay. Uh, okay then Seth is okay it was in a situation like oh, what was the name of the new cotton Pokemon in, in Galar oh uh, Eldegoss Eldegoss is garbage nobody uses Eldegoss yeah uh, when Winsika got a little jealous <laughs> <laughs> uh all right so one last piece of news that we've got uh we've got the news that a community day classic was announced for january 22nd which is bringing back bulbasaur i think we talked about this last week actually um and it's great for new players who weren't around for the first time bulbasaur was the community day pokemon which was it was 2017 community day started in 2017 all right guys this is your chance get your frenzy playing venusaur yeah so definitely take a look out for that i i i like that they're going to do two a month if that, I hope that keeps up at least, and they do two hmm. months. A classic one, and then like a new one. I think that's the best way to handle it because there's a lot of moves that people are going to miss otherwise. You know, I'm not going to lie. I ended up stopping Plan Go because uh, I was really, and I know this is this might sound silly, but uh, I got really uh, somewhat competitive in it. I understand. <laughs> and uh, um, and then you, and then if you don't have the right moves, you're just screwed. Pretty much, yeah. And. Uh, I couldn't do the vast majority of community days because I work weekends. <laughs> yeah. No, no. It's it's awful because if you miss the moves, you're screwed. And the only way to get, uh, the only way to do it is you have to get an elite TM. Yeah. To be able to change the moves. And the only way to get an elite TM is to rank up so high in competitive. Oh, wow. <laughs> uh, so, but what you need the Pokemon with that move to get to. <laughs> yep. It's absolutely insane. Wow. Would not recommend. Uh, I, I would even say veteran players go catch them so you can have extras to trade to people if you want them to get into the game. Oh yeah, for sure. Like that's 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 my opinion because if not, you're I don't know. Like Pokemon Go, the Pokemon Go community, I think just forgets about new players all of the time. And I feel uh, this might just be me making a generalization, but, no, but it, it, I think they need to really care about the newer players. I think that, and I talk from a person that ever, uh, and I've talked about this in the in the show before that I've kind of transitioned myself into more of a mobile gamer nowadays than I am a console gamer. Yes. Uh, and I, I and being a mobile gamer, I can tell you that that is a current issue with most mobile game, especially yeah. those that require you collecting stuff. Is the that once you're in you gotta stay in right because it's a lot of work but if you're starting it's it's impossible to catch up unless you spend thousands of dollars yep. because everything is uh backed with time you know um locked behind time exactly. time frames or uh, especially and, uh, exactly and, and then yeah, it I just takes agree. forever so that's a mobile rpg issue that the mobile industry is trying to figure out how to fix you're making a, a fantastic case for people to start playing Mongo. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> uh, but on that note, I just want to uh, mention before we leave that if you're a patron, make sure you head over to patreon.com. We just posted the poll for next week's topic. Uh, we have three selections for you, so go over there and vote on them so you can choose what the topic's going to be next week. It's a Patreon-submitted one. It's a choice between three that patrons have submitted, so... Uh, this will, of course, happen again next month as well. So you will get that chance if you join Patreon now. At any level, you can do it. So even for $2. We're actually really close to $1,100 a month on Patreon. Ooh. So be that guy that pushes us over. I'll give you a high five. <laughs> virtually. Uh, all right. On that note, uh, I think this is a good place to stop. And we are going to take it on over to Puckle's Pokey Quiz, where we're going to quiz your co-host on their insane Pokemon knowledge.
Hi, and welcome to the Pokey Quiz, the part of the show where we quiz our co-hosts on their insane Pokemon knowledge. I'm Mark, here to explain the rules. Our fabulous co-hosts will work as a team to answer five Pokemon-themed trivia questions that fans have submitted on the Discord server. Each question is worth one point, with Pokedex and multiple answer questions worth more, for a total of seven points. The host can use a free hint at any time. If they get all the answers correct and do not use the hint, they can cash it in for an eighth point. And welcome to the quiz. Thank you for that introduction. We're going to jump right on into it then with our first question. This week, it's going to come from Unovian. In Pokemon Sword and Shield, what is the first Gigantamax Pokemon you encounter in the game story? Oh, come on. Mm. Well, if it's... mm, Gigantamax, not Dynamax, Gigantamax. This yeah, ooh, mm, uh, mm, this seems like a trick question because isn't is that, it? Is, uh, is, that, is that different by versions? Uh, no, it's the same no matter what version you're in. I, I just give you played that this game free. not too long ago. What's wrong? I with know me? that's why I was asking the question, Jashiro, compared to the other one. Uh, <laughs> I. Mm, so yeah. here's the question: Is it the first Pokemon you encounter in the story, or the oh, first Pokemon that uh, you actually uh, fight against? I think it's I think it's Butterfree. In right. the so? game story. In the oh, game, game story. Uh, see, then it has to be Charizard, no? Because that's the first Gigantic we watch. It, it's, um, the one that guy's... you face, the first one you face, not the first one you watch. I would agree with you there. Ah, because there you go. You get to see Charizard. That's why I said it was a trick question. <laughs> the, you, the first one you fight, the first Gigantamax Pokemon, the story requires you to fight. Oh my gosh. Um... I, I haven't played this in so long. <laughs> I, 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 I am embarrassed because I played this like sure two months ago. <laughs> and oh, now oh, I'm oh, drawing oh, 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 a blank. Uh, 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 the, 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 the turtle. Um, Ooh, that's a good one. Oh my gosh. But no, no, that's What's not it, name? I think. I'm pretty sure, right? No, because that's the second trainers, uh, the second gym leader's big uh, oh, Gigantamax. Okay. So it, it isn't Okay, him. so then who's, who, okay, first gym leader. Never, yeah, I remember trying to remember who's, who's the first, first gym oh, Eldegoss. leader. Eldegoss. Eldegoss. Oh, wait. Yeah, maybe. Is it? Because the first time you encounter a Gigantamax War, it's in a, in a gym. It's it's not in the wild. Yeah, they're, they're, yeah. they're not Eldegoss, in the wild. Right? So the first gym the f- is grass. Wasn't it grass? Yeah, uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to give you guys the free hint that the first two gym leaders actually don't Gigantamax their Pokemon when you battle oh. them. They only Dynamax. They don't Gigantamax. Oh, the first two gym leaders don't do that, but the rest of them do. Okay, so then it has to be centipede, though. Whatever the the centipede oh, fire yeah, one, yeah, um, that's the only one I can think of. Oh my gosh! And now I'm gonna have to remember the name. Uh, Santa Scorch. Santa Scorch. Santa Scorch is correct. <laughs> uh, uh, because it's the gym leader battle versus Kabu. Ness's Dreadnought, which is the turtle you're thinking of, does have a Gigantamax form, but it only regularly Dynamaxes uh, before you rematch her. I know that people so, are like screaming at their radios right now. Oh I, God, I feel yeah. like the meme with the guy with the third place and he's just celebrating. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are one for one right now. Okay. okay. Right. I've got a question for you about the TCG from Sly. Uh, currently in the Pokemon TCG, there are 10 different types. Fire, water, grass, electric steel, fighting, dark, psychic, dragon, and normal. In order to accommodate for the other remaining types, they are put under one of these ten, excluding flying types, because, uh, example, uh, flying types are normal types in the TCG. 
However, one type has been been switched between three of these umbrella types throughout the history of the TCG. What type was it? Or which type is this? Oh my gosh, I feel like Poison. I have to read this. Can you can you say that one more time? Uh, I'm sorry. So, like so, I, like so I'm paying attention, but there, that was yes, that was there, a lot. There's a lot of information here, right? Uh so there's 10 yeah. types in the TCG, right? 10 colors. Right. Mm-hmm. Um and so there are 18 Pokémon types. Mm-hmm. Right? Uh, so that means that the eight remaining types have to be shoved underneath the ten colors of the TCG, right? Right. Yep. Okay, um, okay, gotcha, So we want to gotcha. know which one has changed, uh, which one isn't, hasn't been represented, that is switched between these three times. The, the three, the, t- of the ten colors has changed colors three times. What type has changed colors? Uh, bu- bug. Mm, I say poison. Or poison, poison, yeah, 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 poison. Yeah, because poison uh, yeah, first was, started was... as grass, and then it was changed to psychic, and now it's back to grass. Yes, I think. Yes, poison. Yes. Uh, the uh, answer is, is said... the answer is poison, but you sure yes. is incorrect in how it worked. Um, it, it was originally grass, uh, then it went to psychic, and now it's dark. Oh, they changed it to dark. That's they changed what it was. It to yeah, dark. Yeah, 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 yeah. They changed it to dark. It's not back to grass. It's just dark now. Uh, which is really fun right. to see because you can get like I love the, the fact that I can have a, a series of mucks throughout the TCG. <laughs> right, right, and, yeah. And then grass type, then psychic type, and then dark type. Uh, it's great. I love it. I I think it's fantastic. Also, I think it's more fitting than the psychic type, but that's just me. Yeah, for uh, sure, it makes more sense. I think it makes. I think more it sense. still would would have made more sense as grass for me, but no grass. I Grass makes a lot of sense in Gen 1 because most poison types were grass types. Uh, yeah, we're bugs or grass, uh, yeah. Yeah, we're bug or grass, so it works out. But I, I understand wanting to, like, put more Pokemon to the dark type because dark type's already, like, a, a very low population of Pokemon. Yeah. Also, I just want to uh, tell everybody uh, who's listening, uh, yes, I do feel extreme amounts of shame, shame for not being able to remember Dreadnought's name. <laughs> oh dude I, 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 so, bro bro i've been in this podcast a long time to uh just, you gotta drop that shame uh, oh, I, can't, right. I can't remember half of them most of the time oh all right your next question is going to be your pokedex entry question as always i'm going to read you a pokedex entry you're going to try to tell me what pokemon that entry is for um if you get it wrong i'll give you another one uh, if you get it right on the first time it's two points if you get it right on the second time it's one point if you don't get it right on the second time at all it's zero points you guys are two for two right now um and we're gonna jump we're already right on breaking we're, expectations we're gonna jump on right ahead <laughs> and we're gonna give you uh we're gonna give you a uh question or a dex entry from retro and it's it's heart gold soul silver entry reads it attacks people in Pokemon that cross the desert. It is, this has only furthered its bad reputation. Who's that Pokemon? Sandile? It, from HeartGold, SoulSilver, Ma- Jushu. Maybe. Oh, 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 wow. Yes, uh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's what Pokemon in HeartGold, SoulSilver. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't see it. I didn't say it was my final answer. <laughs> uh, what do you think, Basket? I don't know. That's tricky. Because... Like, I was thinking, um, I mean, I was thinking Gen 4, because that's the first desert that I remember. Um, right, me too. Oh, man. Uh, let's see. So, it is Gen 3, because Heart, Gold, Soul, Silver is Gen that's 3. That's Gen 4. Well, that's not, Gen 4. That, oh, okay. Yeah. So, it is, okay. So, you're you're right. Um, you're right, then, uh, Basket. It is Gen 4-ish that we're talking about. So, it's a Pokemon introduced, and it could be a Pokemon introduced in Gen 4. 
Yeah, but it's, uh, huh. So do we get to, um, you can try to answer it. And then if you get it wrong, I'll give you the second entry. Okay. All right. <clears throat> uh, that's our Pokemon in Gen 4. I'm thinking, okay. So the options are, uh, cause I'm thinking of what you meet in the desert in Gen 4. Um, Darumaka, Scrafty. That's Gen 5. Oh, dang it. That's right. <laughs> oh, I didn't play Jishiro. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have actually not uh, played all the way through uh, 4, so this is your mm. rodeo, bud. Okay. This is not going to be an easy one. Uh, Maractus. What, what What? generation oh, was that? That's yeah, let's say Maractus. Uh, okay. Are you going to lock that in? No. <laughs> wait, 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 no. He's just going to say that's the wrong gen. That's gen uh, 5. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Man, this is the problem, so right? It's it's just. I just need a Pokemon. Pokedex. One from. Just give me a Pokemon from Gen Four before, and we'll move on. And I give <laughs> me out here. I just don't remember any okay. four Gen Pokemon right now. Okay. Uh, what are okay. what are some animals that you'd associate with the desert? Like, let's think animals you'd associate with the <laughs> desert. Uh, I love I love all the help we're getting right now. Okay. Yeah. Um, uh, okay. Well, camels, but that's Gen Three. Uh, um, you know, it has to be Gen Four and before, so Gen Three would work. But uh, I'm not saying that's the answer. Yeah, I, okay. I, I don't think there's a camel in the middle of the desert attacking people in Pokemon. <laughs> um, if it's further with bad see. reputation, it might be a particular type if it has a bad reputation. Oh <laughs> my God, it's not Scraggy then, right? Scraggy's Gen Four, Gen Five. Gen sorry, Gen yeah. Five. <laughs> oh my god, all these Gen 4 Pokemon that you I guys do are not recall. You guys only think of <laughs> <laughs> Alright, everybody everybody listening to this right now, listening to us totally bomb they're this they're question, they're... start screaming. Start <laughs> screaming. We'll hear you. Send us. Hopefully uh, in the past, and we'll be able to um, get this. Yeah. If you scream send loud your, enough, you Like scream Goku, loud send all your spirit energy to see if we can get this done. Um, I don't recall any. Uh, what's the ground? Give me a ground Pokemon. I don't know. Uh, well, uh, it Diglett, also Diglets are going around. <laughs> Diglett is incorrect. You've got another entry. Okay, uh, there you go. Um, <laughs> I will tell you. Yeah, let's great, move on. Let's move on. Uh, the next entry is from Pearl, um, and it reads: Its body is encased in a sturdy shell. Its head rotates 180 degrees, eliminating blind spots. It has a bad reputation. Is encased in a sturdy shell. Has its head rotate uh. 180 degrees. It's purple and black. Uh, <laughs> Fortress. It starts with a <laughs> purple and black uh, right. bat that's reputation right. encased in armor and can rotate its head. I'm thinking so many different types of Pokemon right now. It's an animal you'd uh, see in the desert. It's based on an animal you'd see in the desert. Oh, 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 oh! Flygon's first evolution, Trapinch. No. No. <laughs> No, it's not a ground dish. Oh, it's we're okay. We're thinking it's dark type. All right, that's a good answer. Um, that's a good answer. Good answer. <laughs> good so answer. it's gotta, it's gotta, it's it gets, <laughs> so it's gotta be dark type. It's gotta be in the desert. Um, I can't recall any dark type. I'll give you half a point so for sorry. the dark type. Uh, <laughs> uh, dark type desert. I have no idea. <sighs> uh. This I'm sorry, guys. They, they're in Raiders of the Lost Ark. Uh, <laughs> uh, they, uh, the Covenant. The Ark of the Covenant. Snake. <laughs> Is it a snake? It's not a snake. 
It's, they can't it's rotate a, their head 360 degrees. That would be a weird snake. They, they could poison you. Uh, okay, so we're thinking we're thinking birds possibly because uh, they can some or owls can rotate oh, their heads. Oh, the vulture. That's no, from Gen Five. Diaper yeah, baby. Diaper gun. birds from Gen Five. Diaper baby. I love diaper baby bird. Okay. Okay. I. Yeah, let's, gotta, we're moving on. You gotta, uh, this you, is not you gotta use the hint. You gotta use the hint if you okay, want to. Okay, we're using and, the hint. All right, Okay, hint. it's a poison dark Pokemon. It's based on a scorpion. Holy shoot, I never would have guessed that. Uh, yeah, the, um, and I only remember it's Skullin. What was the name? Starts with the oh, D. Oh, uh, Pokemon. Starts with the D. Starts with the D. Anorith. No, 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 I know the Pokemon now, I just don't remember the name. It's purple. Drapion, Drapion, or something like Drapion. that. Drapion, Drapion. Drapion yeah, is Drapion. correct. There we go. Oh, there we go. We oh did my it, gosh. We did it. You For guys all of you watching at home, you could definitely do a, a shoot a copper song every time we got one wrong. Okay. <laughs> this next question. Good lord. Is, uh, uh, that was painful. Uh, do you guys do you guys want questions about uh, moves that can cause burns, or do you want a, mo- a question about uh, Gen Gen he's, One he's Pokemon? Us pick our questions. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, or would you like, or would you like, or would you like a question about uh, Gen One Pokemon lines and their signature moves? <laughs> Your choice. He's, like, uh, he's let's, treating let's us do, like Gordon Ramsay. Uh, let's do kids. let's do let's do burns. Burns. Okay. Uh, so this point, this question is worth up to three points for you guys. Um, there are nine answers. You get one point for every three uh, answers you give me. Uh, this is from Sleeve, and they want to know, not including G-Max moves, let's go Pikachu, Eevee exclusive moves, or Shadow moves. What non-fire type moves can inflict a burn? Okay. Okay. Will-O-Wisp. It's Ghost that inflicts pain, pain, uh, uh, burn. We got... Uh, uh, Will-O-Wisp, um, I think, is actually fire type. Uh, it's No, it has to be Ghost. Uh, I'm I'm pretty sure it's fire. Um, makes no sense. It's a fire, it's fire type. Move. It's a fire type move. Uh, Son of a gun! Where I I'm not okay. I, you guys get three strikes by the way, and then you're out. Um, you have to lock in every answer from here on out. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Okay. Uh, <laughs> some of these are very like if you played competitive yeah. since Gen Five, you should know. Uh, yeah, skate, skate, Scott, the water one that burns. Scald, Scald. Yeah. Scald. Uh, that's one. Uh, there's another one that burns too. Uh, I'm still in shock from Gen 6. Fire. Uh, wait, uh, C moves are not included, right? Z moves are not included, no. I don't think there's any non fire that burns some C moves, but I just wanted to make sure. There aren't, but. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Scald this one. Any ideas? Bask. Yeah, I'm. I'm just concentrating. Uh, fill the dead space, Shishiro. Okay. <laughs> so, Gen Seven I'm introduced still- a lot of that. J- introduced one from a particular bird, um, and then uh, particular. Um, oh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. The 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 fire. Wait, but it's fire. Gen Seven. No, no, these are non-fire type moves. They cause burns. Um. What's the uh? There's that. There's that one that um, Fruit Loops. V- Victini Victini uses that causes burn and uh, something else. I think. Uh, I don't know if it's. Dodrio can do this. Can do another one. Oh, uh, try try attack. Try attack. That's two. Okay, you guys are two. <laughs> uh, oh, there, it's only three, right? 
There are nine. No, it's nine. <laughs> oh, nine. We have to get three to get a point. Uh, okay. At this we point, I think this. I'm just going to let you get three, and we're just going to give you three points, and we'll move on. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, one more, and I'll give you all the points. I, I'll, I'm dealing here, okay? I'm dealing. And dealing. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Uh, one more. Uh, you gotta give me uh, one more uh, without my help. What's a... <laughs> Sorry, I have the giggles now. Uh, we have, um, we got, okay, got, so let's got Scald, scald and Triattack. <laughs> we have Scald and Triattack, yeah. And Triattack. There are seven um, more from you to choose from, and I've given you plenty of hints. Oh my god, I can I didn't know there were more than like two uh, that non-fire Pokemon fire attacks that can two burn. Of the, two of them are kind of and cr- Willow Wisp is not one of them. What's going on in this world? Two of them are two of them are like they can do other things other than burn, but. Uh, they, right, right, I, I, right. I don't know that I there's like a, them. There's a physical. There's a physical version of Tri Attack. I think. No, Tri Attack is physical. New. Wait, well, there's a special move for Tri Attack. There isn't. Uh, <laughs> Oh, there isn't. Uh, one of them, uh, like it can be, can be. You could probably think about if you think about Fruit Loops. Um, another one you can probably think about if you uh, think about <laughs> uh, Gen Six, uh, Gen Six, and Hot Water. Um, another one, uh, another one came out in Gen Eight with Isle of Armor. Um, one more is uh, right. is from a particular uh, version of Kirim. Um, another one. Oh, the. F- yeah, freeze burn, ice burn. burn but I'll give free. it to you. Ice burn. Uh, that's yeah, three points go. for you guys. Good for you. Uh, <laughs> the other six. Wow, no help at all. The other six that you guys got. <laughs> yeah, were beak blast uh, from two no. cannon. Uh, oh, remember. okay. Uh, yeah, I never ran with two cannon. Uh, fling. Um, is uh, you can oh, you, you can toss a flame more of the, fair. Can, uh, item. Yeah. yeah. Um, Psycho Shift, which is if you're burned, you can use Psycho Shift to shift that status Again, onto another that's Pokemon. That's not fair. Uh, that's okay. why I gave you. I gave you. You got three points for no, no, I'm not literally, saying you, literally one third of the you, answers. Not okay? you, Patch. Thank you for all your help. I'm saying uh, who asked the question. Uh, and then, uh, and then you guys got Scald. Uh, Scorching Sands was introduced in Generation Eight, which is just Scald but Ground type. Um, okay. uh, secret power can do it in particular environments. Um, I was wondering about, and then, uh, no, I was thinking hidden power. Never mind. Yeah. And then steam eruption, which is Volcanian signature move, which is just a more powerful scald. Okay. So you guys got three points there. You guys are six for, I feel like, I feel like I should have gotten, uh, uh, steam cannon, but other than that, uh, there was no hope. All right, your next question is your base stat question as always. Um, I'm going to ask you this one from Glyscore Gamer. You guys don't get a choice here. Uh, this one's, which Ultra Beast has the lowest single base stat? Which Ultra okay. Beast has the lowest because you know Ultra Beast can swing wildly in their stats. So one of them has a very low base stat. Which one is it compared to the rest of the Ultra Beasts? Okay. Uh, There's like eight Ultra Beasts, so I'm like gonna, you, you have like a twelve percent chance to just get this right. Yeah. I'm gonna guess. Is does does Poi does Poipol, uh count as a? Um, it is an Ultra. ultra beast. Be- it is an Ultra Beast. I will tell you, Poipol's yeah. not the answer. Okay. Also, um, for easy. We're not looking for base stat total. <laughs> we're just looking for one stat. That's its lowest. That's the oh, lowest okay. among all uh, of them. Uh, I, okay, I'm guessing that it's gonna be either. Uh, uh, 
St- uh, Attacka or Guzzlord, because I remember them having uh, really big um, discrepancies. Uh, yeah, we can go with those. But I don't fifty fifty. Okay, uh, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Stackataka. Stackataka is correct. Yeah. Uh it has the lowest speed base single base stat of any Ultra Beast with a thirteen in speed. Uh, yes. The next lowest is uh thirty one in special defense with Cartana. So mm. yeah, yeah, you got it though. You got it. You guys got seven points today without any help for sure. And uh <laughs> <laughs> Well, that was the fastest <laughs> without any without any without any help, I promise. <laughs> uh all right, we're gonna go ahead and we're gonna we're gonna rattle off the uh the winners right now. Currently in first place we have Quad Nine with fifteen points. Um in second place we have Lord Seth Vilo with uh fourteen. And in a five-way tie for third place, we've got Linian Sigma, Mark, Jushiro, and Basket with seven points. Tune in next week to see how it changes. (laughs) (laughs) All right. uh, We're going to kick it on over to the topic after this short break. Hey, would you like a green Taurus badge? Well, you can have one. If you come over to our Patreon at patreon.com slash pucklepodcast, we are going to be giving them out once we hit $850. We're going to be giving those to every patron at the $10 plus tier because uh, we love you guys. We'd love to see this project project made. Of course, if we hit any other thresholds on the way there, such as $800 for the week-long giveaways to the community, that would also happen as well. So if you'd be interested in getting a green Taurus badge, be f- feel free. Come on over. Uh, if you can't support the show, don't worry about it. You just listening is enough for us. So until then, though, guys, I'm Thatch, and I'll catch you guys on the flip-flop. And welcome to the topic. Our topic today is Pokemon Legends Arceus hype. We got one week to go before Legends Arceus, or two weeks to go before Legends Arceus comes out. Uh, or I guess a little bit in between once this launches. Yeah. <laughs> I just wanted to go over. We got a new trailer this week, which was 13 minutes of just gameplay and like overview about how the game works. Yes. It kind of just summarized everything that we've learned so far, which I think is really nice because a lot of things have been missed during the launch by a lot of people, mostly because a lot of it's only been revealed via the website. And who checks the website except for me? (laughs) (laughs) Except for those whose job it is. (laughs) Yeah, who checks it except for me? So it was really nice to be able to have it all in video format just to explain, because I think a lot of people were were getting misnomers that this is going to be like Breath of the Wild Pokemon or something. You're right. And that's definitely not the case. And I think this game semi-clarifies that. It goes over how you just complete, you're completing missions and you've got little side quests to complete, which you can fulfill by catching Pokemon. There's no real new information in this. Uh, Yeah. Uh, they did discuss alpha Pokemon more in detail, which was kind of nice, which are these more powerful versions of Pokemon that exist in the world that you can They're catch. Rampage. Yeah, uh, well, they the rampage, rampage and you ones. can catch them. They're harder to catch, but you can catch them. And if you do, you have a very good Pokemon on your side. So, I mean, that just means I'm going to be, it, it reminds me of totem Pokemon almost, uh, right. from, uh, yeah. ultra sun and ultra moon. And I would love to, uh, I mean, it, it puts a completionist mindset in me of like, oh, I got to catch these alpha Pokemon, you know? Right. <laughs> <laughs> I am curious how they might communicate with something like Bank or not Bank Home. It's the same thing, but uh, yeah, how they may communicate with Home. Maybe they won't let you transfer Alpha out. Pokemon, or maybe Alpha Pokemon just become the regular versions of themselves or something like that when you when you transfer them over. So yeah, it could be that that that's the way you guarantee like higher IVs or something. Yeah, yeah, I I think so because the stats are kind of wonky too. That's something else we've noticed. We've we noticed it early on in the trailers, but this one just more show so like showed it off that the leveling was way different. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's a completely sy- different system. 
Uh, I don't know that that's true per se. My gut feeling is that we might get something more like let's go, let's go is like candy system for stats. Or you can just like shove a bunch of candy down your Pokemon's throats and just give them artificial extra stats. Right. Uh, instead okay. of doing the EV IV, uh, which I don't necessarily disagree with. I think EVs, once you did something like candies, if you were to, if you were to make those two mechanics kiss, I think you've mm. got a very, <laughs> I, I think you've got a really good mechanic for Pokemon in that right. you have very transparent stat boosts, unlike EVs, which are the furthest thing Not away transparent. from transparent. Because no, like even with what they've shown more in the recent years, trying to uncover EVs and IVs, the EVs still are confusing because you have to divide by four and all this other nonsense. And I think candy is just more straightforward in in that sense. I don't know. Maybe you combine the two to some extent. I don't know. Uh, They kind of have with vitamins, to be fair. But that is true. But yeah, we got that new trailer. I'm very excited about it. I mean, it, it just showed off oh, everything yeah. that we already knew. No new, no, no, no new Pokemon were shown off, or like new Pokemon that we hadn't seen be in the game before yet. Right, um, right. Which is which is fine. Uh, but yeah, you can you can get a lot of cool Pokemon throughout this process. It looks like, and the hype is real. I think the hype is real. The community is very excited oh, about this. Man, I got friends, um, very old friends from back in the day who played Pokemon when we were kids and then stopped playing it because life goes on, who are, after everything, this is the game that it's making them come back to Pokemon. Yeah, uh, why in not? a sense. I don't see why not. Because it's what many people outside the fandom keeps asking for, like an open, although it, we don't know, we know it's not like this, but it's the perspective of an open world adventure game in Pokemon, and this kind of tickles that to some extent. Not this, not exactly the same thing. I would argue that it's not open world, but it's the most open world we've gotten in Pokemon. Exactly. And exactly. I think, I think that in itself is exciting. I, I don't think I think anybody that's trying to be like, well, it's not exciting because it's not really open world. It's just like this is still more open world than we've ever gotten before. Right. And I lo- I really love the crafting system that they kind of went more in detail with. Yes. I was actually I was actually most ex- when I was watching the trailer, I was actually yeah. most excited about the crafting system. But, yes. I was like, oh, this is cool. Like I could like poor man this. There There is an episode of the podcast. I believe I mentioned this before a very long time ago. This was like maybe I latest it was was 2016, I think, <laughs> where we talked about like things we wanted to see added to Pokemon. And the number one thing that it was me and Bo on the show. So it went crazy. And we mm-hmm. like were things we wanted the show. It turned out to be like Thatch and Bo really want Pokeball crafting um, in Pokemon. <laughs> yeah. And so we went off on like this 15 minute tangent about Pokemon crafting and developing this entire mechanic. So that we could develop Pokeballs. And this is like a really good step in that direction. I really love the idea of crafting Pokeballs. I miss that they, mm-hmm. like, I think, I think what they did in Sword and Shield to the Kurtz Balls was dirty. Okay. The Kramomatic <laughs> is sure. garbage. And Kurt Balls, we just should have just had Kurt or Kurt Ancestor or Descendant or something. I hope we get a Kurt Ancestor like mentioned in here. It'd be really cool. <laughs> that would be pretty cool. That would be. Yeah, I, I love being able to craft Pokeballs, craft everything you need. Picking up the items felt very much like Breath of the Wild <laughs> from the trailer. Yeah. I, I was literally yep. sitting there waiting like as they were picking them up and like trying and like I expected to hear like the Breath of the Wild like collect yeah. an item sound, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, that's not what we got obviously because they can't like rip breath of the wild that hard but that's what or like the like when you pick something <laughs> yeah, up that you already picked up you know i, I was expecting <laughs> <Yeah>. that sound 
I love the scene on the trailer where they you uh, when I so there's a section in the trailer where you see the character walking and then they're showing yes. the different um the different sceneries and you can see at one point you can see um him walking what could uh, be um mining uh, mm. um, things that you can just mine. And I'm like, oh, that's, that, that's, I love that. Cause I, I love crafting games myself. And I love, uh, there's something, there's something ASMRs of us just going around collecting, yeah, collecting materials for you to, tri- uh, to, um, to craft stuff. But when I saw him throw the Pokemon and using the Pokemon to break yes. the mine, I was like, oh my God, I'm so on board with this. The immersion's unreal. Yeah. Yeah, that actually excited me a bit too, because I'm wondering, so one of my things, and this is just like a, um, a pet peeve with video games in general, uh, a lot of times picking up items, um, is kind of like, uh, a little bit of a chore, you know? Mm-hmm. Yes. So I'm wondering, like, can I, let's say that, like, cause there was that one where he threw the Pokeball out there, uh, and the Pokemon, like, hit the tree, and then the thing, the berry fell down, and then the Pokemon grabbed the berry, mm-hmm. right? Yep. I'm wondering, if I'm just trying to get somewhere, but I'm like, I need to grab stuff along the way and I make myself a little route, like, can I just run there, throw the Pokemon at it, keep running, and then the Pokemon grabs it, picks it up, goes back to Pokeball, comes back to me while I'm like, continuing. That's a on. good because question. That would be, yeah. that would be slick. That, that's a good question. I don't know it, but hopefully that's the case. That hopefully, would be amazing. The thing that would be really cool is if you could send out more than one Pokemon at once. Thinking mm-hmm. just that, yeah. Because they've shown some, I wouldn't call them, I wouldn't call it gameplay per se. It might be more like Pokemon Camp or Pokemon Ami, where they've shown mm-hmm. like trainers having like all six of the party members out and about. So oh. I, I'm hoping that's the case. And like we could send out more than one at once. Right, right. Or you can like give them tasks and they continue doing the tasks. Uh, I don't know done. if that'll happen, but uh, <laughs> but we'll see. Uh, <laughs> I think that's asking a little much. Right, right. I the thing I really liked as well was how battling worked or just like how the leveling and gameplay went overall yes. in terms of Pokemon catching because my number one worry was that this was going to become like let's go where it's just like oh I'm just catching Pokemon all the time. Mhm. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh but it looks like if you mess up you just like engage in a Pokemon battle and based on the way they they presented it it looks like a very balanced system in that regard where like yeah you're going to spend time battling but you're also going to spend time doing not battling and just throwing Pokeballs. Yeah, which makes, I mean, to be, we all have our complaints about Let's Go and Pokemon Go and, and how vastly different that system is compared to the mainline. I, I wouldn't say those are bad. But, I just think it, in Let's Go, I think it's not the optimal way to play. Right, right. But what I was saying uh, um, is that I feel like after playing those games, if there's one feature that I like is the ability to just be able to catch Pokemon without having to fight them all the time. No, I, I agree. I just want to be able to fight them sometimes. Oh yeah, exactly. So I found myself after after playing Let's Go, I find myself more and more buying quick balls, <laughs> just using quick balls because I just want to be able to to catch them on turn one, and if not, I'll just run. <laughs> I don't blame you, especially especially for this style of game where it's gonna pretty much have you catch the same Pokemon over and over and over again, right? Um, but, yeah. Which I think is something that Pokemon has been trying to find a style of game to do for a while. Because Pokemon Go took off, and it's just about catching. I mean, especially initially. Yeah. Go Battle League didn't come out until, like, what, like, 10, 2018 or something like that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was very much just like, hey, how do we catch these Pokemon? And I I really think that you could... Uh, I, I think that they've kind of found the sweet spot here where you can just... You can catch the same Pokemon over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. And not be bored because they give you reasons to do it other than experience yeah. points. Yeah. <laughs> 
or like different reasons for doing it. Something that I, that I thought was really cool was that little screen where it was like, it was showing you like the different berries that the Pokemon like mm. and stuff like that. So it's like getting new information on those. Exactly. So there's actually, cause if you're going to have me like, all right, when I, when I play through the main series games, the only time I will ever catch a saint, the same Pokemon of a same, uh, line is, uh, if I don't have the ability I want. That's yeah. it. Or nature hunting. I absolutely agree. I think this is a really good healthy balance between that. Yeah. So I like, I like that they're, they're at least giving me, you know, a reason instead of, and I'm sure there will be fetch quests where it's like, you know, go catch six shinks. Yes. Or something like right. that. I don't yeah. know. But of like, course. um, I much prefer the idea that I gain something from doing it by like, uh, and it, and it, it encourages me to interact with the world because it's like, okay, I've got these four berries. Which ones mm-hmm. does the shinks like? Okay, cool. So now I know shinks likes. Piplap berries or whatever, and then I think this is going to be one of the more immersive Pokemon games in that regard. Yeah. Okay, so one of the things I super super enjoyed is the fact that the Pokemon are like dangerous. Yes. Mm-hmm. I love I love that you're running through, and then all of a sudden this like behemoth <laughs> starts running after you, and it's like, oh crap. Okay, now I got to make a decision. Oh my god, I've never been so terrified of a ta- uh, uh, Tangrowth. That Tangrowth was the scariest one. That was the yes. scariest one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> By far, it was the worst. For sure. And uh that was that was awesome. And then it just like just knocked him out in like uh knocked the the player character out in like two hits or something like that. And I was like, "Wow." And then it's like they're like, "Yeah, and if uh if you can't defend yourself or if the thing comes at you, then uh then you black out." And I was yeah. like, it, it just got, it just kind of confirmed um what I always knew in the back of my mind. <laughs> <laughs> that the Pokemon just like uh if you're out of Pokemon they just beat you up until you pass out and then someone <laughs> finds you and then and then someone finds you along the road you know what I mean? and brings you to a Pokemon Center. <laughs> been warning us about this since Gen One. Mm, don't yeah. go out without Pokemon. It's dangerous. But I've never encountered a Pokemon without Pokemon in the in the game before, it, and it's finally nice to see that yes, a po- Pokemon will. Eat your brains out if you don't defend yourself. And that's great. Another thing I really liked was uh, the Cleavor battle that they showed for the noble Pokemon. Oh, uh, yes. Because the initial the initial trailer for it showed like, oh, this is a noble Pokemon. And you have to you have to use it by calling throwing bombs at it and stuff like that. And I'm like, well, that's kind of a dumb encounter. I just have to throw bags at it. Like I'm just yeah. throwing I mean, <laughs> essentially just like pelting it with the Pokeball mechanic over and over again. What a dumb yeah. encounter. Right. But then they showed like, oh, no, then it gets to a point where like you battle it for a little bit, but then it's probably going to be yep. really close to knocking out that Pokemon. And then you're going to have to restart it all over again until you can proc that again and again and again. And I'm like, OK, this is fun. This makes yeah, sense. This challenge. is going to be challenging because you're going to have to bring a whole team to be able to do this on this one Pokemon. This is exactly what I've wanted. I love those styles of things like my fa- my favorite mechanic that I think the mainline games have introduced in terms of challenge so far in the past, I would say, three generations has been uh, the totem Pokemon. Mm-hmm. in in like where it's essentially 2v1 battles which is perfect because that gives you the right amount of like because when you play the game by yourself you can very easily over level and you can beat pokemon very easily because if right. i just smash it hard enough it'll be it'll be dead yeah mm-hmm. totem pokemon made you actually think about it yeah yeah that's true i really appreciate that and i think this is like another evolution of that idea is like hey here's a thing that you can do i don't know i'm hoping so when they made let's go Sword and Shield took ideas from Let's Go, right? Like, uh, overworld Pokemon weren't going to exist in Sword and Shield until Let's Go. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. was so well received. 
I'm hoping that Thank Legends God, Arceus yeah. is well received enough that we get like some Legends Arceus into the Gen Nine. Oof. Yeah, we actually get Pokeball crafting. Well, po- Pokeball crafting would be cool. I don't think it would make sense, like uh, in terms of in terms of setting. I think it would be cool to have like we could still have gym leaders, right? But maybe we could also have like story elements that are like the Cleavor battle. Mm. You know what I mean? Where where yeah, it's just yeah, like, yeah, yeah. oh hey, you go to a town. There's this oh there's this uh, bomb of snow that is like messing with us, and we need help, and you have to go and, fe- and take care of that. Yeah, exactly. Snow. I would love stuff like that. Like, yeah. I think one of my bigger problems with Sword and Shield is Sword and Shield um tried to keep you out of the story almost uh to an extent because <laughs> yeah. well I, the one scene I really think about is like once the Dynamax phenomenon's like going crazy throughout Galar, you have this yeah. moment where Leon's with you. And it's just like, oh, no, there's a rampaging uh, berserker. And then you like you go to follow Leon after he's like, I'll take care of it. And he gets over there and he's like, yeah, I took care of it already. And that's yeah. like th- I, I, when it was obviously like an awesome moment for you to be able to have gone in there and done a raid battle with Leon and Hop. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They could have made this awesome opportunity to do this really cool story Dynamax raid. And it, it was just such a missed opportunity, in my opinion. I kind of hope they can insert more stuff like that into the story. I, I'm all for immersion. And I would even be okay if they let us catch Pokemon like they're letting us catch Pokemon in Legends Arceus. Oh, uh, yeah. In the overworld. I think, if they would let us do that. I think at minimum, that's oh probably God, what would that be the would change. Be amazing. That, I think that would be the change that would happen more than like what I was describing and hoping like we'd get a noble Pokemon equivalent in the story. Right. Yeah. I think I think the, the addition of uh, um, uh, quests is going to be something that uh, would be fantastic. Well, you know, they have requests and then they have missions, right? Yes. Um, I think I think that sort of thing is something that uh, Pokemon has really been uh, missing. And I I feel like I never really uh, uh, I never really noticed that before. I agree and now, with you. And now that it's now that it's available, I'm like, okay, because because when you think about it, you know, sure, like uh, let's say uh, you know that guy comes to you and he's like, hey, go get the Devon Goods. Um, yeah, that guy from whatever team ran into those caves. And it's like, okay. Um, but that is, that's, that's part of the main story, obviously, because you have to go there mm-hmm. to do that before you can, uh, uh, save the Pico and then, uh, use his boat. To yeah, you know, it's very linear. It's very linear. Yeah. Yeah. It does a lot of very old school RPG tropes. Yeah. Like, I think, I think they got super lazy once in Gen 5, and there was literally just like a bunch of people blocking your way. And if you talk to them, they're just like, we're just standing here. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, and then they go away after you beat the gym leader. Like, although part of me loved that stuff like that because it's kind of like, oh, that was very fourth wall. That was very fourth wall. Right. It's like breaking the fourth wall. It's like, I don't know. Yeah. We, we already know as developers, we don't have to explain to you why these people are here. Yes. You get it. You can't cross. So <laughs> we're just going to make a whole joke about it. So yes. I, I enjoy that type of writing though. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm wondering, uh, <clears throat> because something that I think would be fun and, uh, I, I saw in one of the gameplay trailers that, um, uh, calm mind, calm mind was in a, uh, was one of the moves. Um, yes. because, and the reason why I bring that up is, uh, before I don't remember seeing any, uh, status moves. Oh, that was something so somebody I'm, asked about. Uh, I don't think it was you. Some, I saw somebody else ask about this not too long ago. Yeah. I mean, we do have status moves, obviously. Uh, it looks like some of them have changed though, even. That's what I'm trying to find out. Cause I haven't seen, 
uh, and, and maybe, maybe you saw something that I haven't, but I haven't seen a status, like the only status move I've seen is Calm Mind, for one. They showed Thunder Wave in the 13 minute trailer. Um, and they also showed Stealth Rock, which I will claim is a possibly a former status move because in, uh, so in the Cleavor battle, they show Stealth Rock and Stealth Rock does damage, like immediately. See, that's, that's, that's kind of what I'm, uh, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say worried about, but what I'm questioning. They showed Thunder Wave. Did that like paralyze? Yeah, them? it just did Thunder Wave. <laughs> well, okay, okay, I, I I didn't see that. It, but the Stealth Rock thing is also like that was also like during the Noble Battle too, so maybe that all changes things to some extent as well. I don't know. There, there's definitely some questions. This is definitely a different tone than like when we were waiting for Let's Go to happen. <laughs> right, right. Oh yeah. Even when we were waiting for Gen Four for Diamond and Pearl. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, to be fair, the entire time we had BDSP looking forward to, we knew this was coming. Yeah. Oh, that is true. We we knew the entire time. And so, it, I mean, the time is nigh. And then a month later, we'll probably get news of whatever's next, uh, whether, right. that, whether that be Gen 9 or uh, I hope not, or let's go to Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> and here's, here's, here's a question we have to answer before we, we finish with the topic. And that is, what's your favorite new Pokemon from or a, a version or full new form, Hoosian form from the game? The new Basculin. The new, the, the Basque Legion is pretty cool. I think, so the interesting thing and something that I'm going to claim that, which is different than what the leakers have been claiming, uh, because I don't think the leakers pay attention like I pay attention, uh, to just like how TPCI likes to design the game. Yeah. So when there's a new evolution, and I said this before on the Discord and people don't quite understand, when there's a new evolution like Weirdeer or let's say even like Obstagoon, for example, those Pokemon, I mean, in Gen 8 so far, they've always evolved from a Galarian regional form right like surfetched right. evolves from galarian farfetched mostly because then regular farfetched can't be like well it could technically evolve right 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 although you know pikachu evolves into so i mean i'm i'm pretty excited to see whatever hisuian basculin looks like mm. and my my prediction is it's just going to be purple stripe basculin and it's going to be like regular basculin <laughs> but with the purple stripe <laughs> and they're going to just call it hisuian basculin or maybe they introduce purple stripe basculin and be like purple stripe basculin could evolve into this one but the others can't um, which is also fine to me, in my opinion. I also look forward to Hisuian Stantler, <laughs> and I look forward to uh, to. I mean, we're probably gonna get regular Rufflet, uh, <laughs> right? And whatever Hisuian uh, Electrode will be. Yeah, Hisuian Electrode is probably just gonna look like Hisuian Voltorb, but Electrode instead. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I mean, Hisuian Voltorb versus regular Voltorb doesn't look that different. Hisuian uh, Braviary is really cool too. Yes, I really it is. like the colors on that. I, I think my favorite, the one that I'm looking forward to the most, is still Hosuian Zoroark. Yes, it looks so um, amazing. And its typing is really good, actually. What's its typing? I haven't... Normal Ghost. Normal Ghost. It, oh, it is wow. the only Normal yeah. Ghost Pokemon. No way. I think that's like the number one typing that for that has been unused so far in terms of like competitive. It's so mm. good. Such a good typing. You get three immunities out of it. Uh, mm-hmm. And two of those immunities are what weakness. two of those types would have been weak to. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Because you lose your fighting type weakness and you lose the ghost type weakness. Yep. From that. And so you're, I guess you're technically only weak to dark, I think. Yep. I think so. Yeah. And it works out to be a really good type. And it looks amazing. It's not even a quad weakness either, which is in- incredible to me. Yeah. It's kind of cool. I- I'm very excited to see how that Pokemon works out. I, I really want to see that one particularly. I, I think I'm more interested to see these Pokemon outside of Hisui. 
Yes. Which comes to another point that they did mention trading, right? Uh, yeah, this has been, that, that's been there for a while. Again, it's another one of those things they only mention on the website is that you can trade Pokemon, but that's mostly, I okay. think, for things like the, the starters and stuff like that, because you can only, you're only going to get one of the starters. You, you need the other two. I hope they kind of use the model of Legends Arceus and also the DLC from Sword and Shield as the model going forward for Pokemon games. Because right now, I don't think Pokemon games really need two versions, and I'm sure TPCI will disagree with me based on their sales numbers. <laughs> I don't think Pokemon games need two versions, and I don't know how much longer they can do it without taking heavy criticism. But I think they did a, I think you do a really good job when instead of doing version exclusive Pokemon, you do choices. Right. Instead. Yeah. Because like if you look at Pokemon Sword and Shield, Crown Tundra particularly, we have quote unquote version exclusive Pokemon. Pokemon you're only limited to one and still force you to trade, like Spectre and yep. Clastre and Regilecki and Regidrago. And so I hope they kind of follow that model and instead of giving us two versions, we get like Gen Nine Pokemon Gen Nine. And it's one game, but it just has a lot of decisions. And maybe you can even make a decision in game to uh right. to change your change the overworld Pokemon. Right. That, the, that was just what I was just going to say, that you, depending on the starter Pokemon you choose, that's your version. So if, let's say, yeah. it's a Bulbasaur, Chime, and it's a Bulbasaur, uh, Squirtle, you choose Squirtle, your game transforms into the blue version. You choose Bulbasaur, it transforms into the green version. And if you choose Charmander... And to be fair, they almost accidentally did that with Diamond and per- BDSP anyway. I kid you <laughs> not. No, I kid you not. Uh, BDSP is uh, in the code. There is literally one line of code where if you switch the number from like a one to a two, you switch between Diamond and Pearl. I kid you not. Wow. That is literally the only difference <laughs> is like one number. So but the game contains both. Like your cartridge contains both. Yeah, it's the same game. It's just that different. They literally just, uh, just changed a flag from a one to a from a one to a two. That is literally all. So I know we can trade. So there's some yes. like uh, uh, compatibility with other people in their games. Is there a way to like battle other people? No. Like, have we seen no. any? No, no, no. Okay, so so it's mostly just like a self-contained RPG. It is a self-contained yeah. RPG. This is not meant to be your standard Pokemon adventure in that sense. This is meant to be right, uh, right. this is meant to be a one-player game. The trading is just there to help you complete things that like may end up being version exclusive or version exclusive or choices, I believe. Gotcha. Also, trading is just like such a like huge part of Pokemon. I, I think I think leaving that out just like rips the heart and soul out of the game. <laughs> Right. Also, the game kind of like there's you encounter a lot of Pokemon, but you barely encounter people. So for the story of the game, are trainers are even a thing? Maybe you're pioneering as one of the first trainers ever. I mean, they do say that kind of. It's it's definitely a very interesting concept. We'll see more in two weeks, I guess. My hype levels cannot be contained. Yes. I am very excited for this. I haven't been excited for a Pokemon game like this in a very long time. I think, well, to be fair, well, very long time. I mean, Crown Tundra, I guess. Uh, so <laughs> I don't, I don't know if anybody caught this, um, but one of my, uh, one of my favorite things when I saw Cleavor was that it kind of reminded me a little bit of like um, when you first enter um, uh, like a Dark Souls boss. Yes, because <laughs> he comes out, yep. he comes out, he does this thing where he slams down the little axes. And then it goes, Cleavor, Lord of the Woods. Yeah. And yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. yeah. No, no, it's going to be cool. It's going to be cool. I'm excited for it. I think this is a good place to wrap up, though. And we've got a team of the episode for you guys. So what? we're going to kick it on over to our Pokemon of the Episode segment. We will catch you on the flip-flop. Pokemon the Episode. 
And welcome to our Pokemon of the episode. Our Pokemon of the episode today is National Dex number 356, Dusclops, the Beckon Pokemon. Its body is hollow. It is said that those who look into its body are sucked into the void. Womp, womp, womp. Uh, Dusclops, not Dusk Noir, because it turns out Dusclops is just better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which yeah. is, it makes me so sad, by the way, because Dusk too. Noir is such a cool design. Yes. yes. He was, he was actually, he actually wasn't bad in Gen 1, or Gen 4. Uh, Dusk Noir wasn't bad in Gen 4. Uh, no, hashtag, I remember he got some play. He got some play. He wasn't bad. Uh, he got, he had a decent move pool. And he was bulky enough with his defenses, he can do it because his defenses are higher than Dusclops's. But the problem is, Gen yeah. Five introduced Eviolite, so Dusclops yeah. is now no longer fully evolved and can yep. use Eviolite yeah. with its base one thirty defense and base one thirty special defense. It's ridiculous, uh, they, which yeah. is absurd. So that, that's essentially like base one ninety five with yeah. Eviolite. I'm 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 team nerf Eviolite or get rid of it. I think you should kill Eviolite. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> No, no, there's so many Pokemon that get to do fun things. No! I, I'm okay with no Eevee Light. Uh, but yep. Base HP of 40 makes it really awful. Base 70 attack, base 60 special attack, and 25 speed. None of those are anything to write home about. But with uh, decent enough attack and special attack stats, it can do damage. Um, it's just not a lot of it. Just something to keep in mind. But we've talked about it today because we've got uh, Dusclops' favorite kind of team for you today. We've got a Series 12, so this this team won't be usable on the ladder for another two weeks or so. But this is a Series 12 VGC team. Uh, it has your two legendaries on it, but it also has Dusclops running its favorite trick room. Because wow. And this is a hard <laughs> trick room team. Very hard yeah. trick room team. Uh, it, I think there's Trick Room on at least three of the Pokemon. <laughs> um, so you're you're going to go slow and you're going to Trick Room and have a good time. And what's great about having so many Trick Room options is that it's really hard for your opponent to predict which one's going to actually Trick Room. So they can't fake out. And even then, Dusclops can't be faked out because he's a ghost. He's a spooky boy. Oh, that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So I'm going to grab the bottom two here on this list, which are Dusclops. Uh, and another Pokemon. But we've got Dusclops with Eviolite. He's got the Frisk ability so that he can tell what your opponent is holding. Um, and the other option for Dusclops in that regard would be Pressure. I honestly think Pressure might be better than than Frisk, but <laughs> that's just me. Only because Pressure can... You can get some PP stall out, which t- t- is sometimes good in these formats because a lot of the big moves that Pokemon try to let out are only like 8 PP max. So it's something to consider. Uh, but this Dusclops is holding Eviolite, like I said. 252 HP, 252 special defense, 4 defense. Sassy nature, because you're just going special defense all the way. Uh, zero speed, because you want to go as slow as you can. And this is, it, it's got Trick Room, like I said. Pain Split, so you, because that's the only recovery Dusclops really gets. <laughs> right. Um, Shadow Sneak, so you get a little bit of priority, so you can pick off a Pokemon with some chip. Um, and it has Ally Switch, which I think is one of the most broken moves in the entirety of Pokemon VGC, because if uh, Ally Switch is so is like it's so perfect in the meta because it's not run often enough that people expect it one hundred percent, and mm-hmm. it can really like it can really win you a game in a series, and because international championship or international challenges are only best of one, it can win you a lot of best of ones. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Because people might not expect that ally switch. So it's really good because your opponent's going to be like, yeah, I'm going to hit this Pokemon and this Pokemon. And then you just switch them. 
and then all of a sudden they're hitting dustclops instead uh which is i love it i love it um it, because we're going slow on this team though we also got uh we also got our favorite vika volt it's holding an assault vest uh it's got the levitate ability because it can't have anything else um, it has got uh, 252 HP, 76 special attack, and 180 special defense. Those are probably some numbers to help it survive something specific, but or or kill something specific. I don't know, off the top of my head. Quiet nature because we just want some special defense bulk, and it's uh, or I think that's actually plus that's minus speed plus plus uh, special attack. My bad. Um, and this is it's running thunder. <laughs> because of one of the legendaries on this team uh bug buzz flash cannon and energy ball which is a good great coverage all around for for vika volt and it's actually pretty bulky so it can take a lot of yeah hits. vika bolt yeah vika I, I when i first saw vika bolt, i was totally expecting it to be a, a speed pokemon because of its, it's, oh, it's no. design it's on island time but it's not yeah it's <laughs> super slow it's on, but it's, it's on island time like every single alolan pokemon yeah <laughs> Uh, all right. So all right, next up, yeah, take some, take two more, whichever ones you want, basket. All right. Next up, we've got Incineroar with the eject button. Oh, I love that. I love eject button on Intimidate <laughs> Mons because then you just get bumped out and you get to come back in and intimidate again. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then uh, ability intimidate, of course, because why would you run anything else on Incineroar? Uh, and then we've got Eevee's 252 HP, 132 attack, 20 defense, 4 special attack, 92 special defense. Uh, probably because, you know, there's reasons for all mm-hmm. those numbers that I'm not aware of. <clears throat> and then we're giving it a brave nature and zero speed IVs. Then we have one of my favorite all-time moves, Parting Shot. Oh, and yeah, it's so have, good. I hate that they gave it to Incineroar. That's the worst thing they did to Incineroar. That's made it so broken. I think that's I think party shot like was like the main reason that it was like I mean intimidate was obviously like important but parting shot was the thing that like sealed it uh I mean intimidate I think more so did it with its stats and intimidate and fake out uh, oh right yeah he does fake out uh also also that st- that spreads very standard uh <laughs> That he needs for, I'm joking. I don't. I, it's not. It's not. <laughs> I was like, well, well. I guess okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> and then uh, uh, the last two attacks we've got are flare blitz and throat chop. Wonderful. Next up, we've got uh, Kyogre uh, with leftovers drizzle for the ability that comes back with that uh, thunder you were talking about. Mm-hmm. And then we've got. Uh, 252 HP, 140 defense, 76 special attack, 12 special defense, and 28 speed. Don't know why the speed's there. Uh, it's probably uh, just to outspeed something because it's base 90. Um, it might be. So if you're out of Trick Room, you might just be outspeeding something like a Groudon. Gotcha, uh, gotcha. Yeah, it, it's also there to uh, to make sure that your weather gets put in. So even let's say it's running 28 speed and the Groudon's running no speed. And you set up Trick Room, and you both send in Groudon and Kyogre at the same time. Uh, your weather will win because you'll be slower than that. You'll be slower than the uh, the Groudon in that case. Oh, perfect, perfect. Okay. And then we're going with a modest nature because we're going 
all in on the special attack. We've got uh, Calm Mind, Protect, Origin Pulse, and Ice Beam. Good moves all around. I mean, I'm, I'm surprised there's no Thunder. Calm Mind is kind of confusing, but I guess I could see the setup actually working pretty well. <laughs> uh, all right, Yashiro, take us home with these last two. Will do. We got none other than Mimikyu with Mental Herb, Ability Disguise, because what else? And you got an EV spread of 252 HP, 252 attack, and 4 special defense. With an adamant nature to hype that attack up, you're going to combine it with Shadow Sneak, Trick Room, of course. The Ghost Burner Will-O-Wisp, because I refuse to think that's fire type. And it is, play it is fire type. <laughs> I know, I know it is fire type, but it's just, it makes no sense. It should be ghost. Anyway, and play rough. That's, that's actually pretty standard movie cue for Trick Room, so that works out. Yes. And then we're going to finish out with a big boy himself, Calyrex Ice. With weakness policy, we got that ability as one for Glass 3, which includes two uh, uh, abilities at once. And the EV spread of 252 HP, 252 attack, and 4 special defense with a brave nature. Uh, and uh, uh, IVs set at 0 for that trick room advantage. Then combine the ability, the attacks of Glacial Lance, High, Horsepower, Seed Bomb, and of course, Trick Room. Yeah, uh, and Calyrex Ice is actually one of the best Pokemon for Trick Room. Um, yeah. we we're talking we we're talking about Zacian and I don't want to get a Zacian team for this on purpose <laughs> um, but this is actually one of the better teams to counter Zacian with because uh, Kyogre is going to resist a uh, a behemoth blade from from Zacian but on top of that if you trick room you're just going to destroy it <laughs> there's no way it's under speeding you <laughs> so it's a really good it's really good in that sense so Take this team, play with it when you can. Um, I'm looking forward to it. I'm going to get back into it with VGC. There's going to be some YouTube videos of Thatch playing VGC, getting back into it. So it's going to be a really, really good time. So if you want this team and you're a patron, we will be giving away all of the Pokemon that can be shiny to the patrons, uh, the whole team. It's going to be on Sword and Shield this week, so it'll be a bit smoother of an experience. But you can uh, you can go ahead and grab those. But on that note, uh, we're going to kick it on over to my favorite part of the show sometimes, uh, the mailbag. It's mail time. Send in your emails. Mail! And welcome to the mailbag. The mailbag is the part of the show where we have you guys send us in an email at pucklepodcast at gmail.com. And you can write in and answer our mailbag question. Last week, we wanted to know what you thought of Power Creep or if there were any Pokemon that you thought suffered from it particularly. And boy, did you guys answer. Uh, we're going <laughs> to we're gonna read a few emails today. Um, I'm going to try to do an extended mailbag later on this weekend so you guys can be read. And we're going to go ahead and just jump into it. But before we do that, remember that this segment of the show is brought to you by the fictional energy drink, Green Tauros, the energy drink that gives you hooves. 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 And as always, we'll give out the Green Tauros badge to anybody who gives us a good email that sparks conversation and says cool things. Uh, without further ado, our first one is going to come to us from Sleeve. 
Take it away. Hiya, Paco people. Sleeve here popping to say hi and talk about some Pokemon that have been done dirty by Power Creep throughout the years. I want to start off by saying that my personal favorite, Pinsir, has fared pretty well. It started off mediocre in Gen 1 and it's still mediocre in Gen 8. I, I may have dropped out of uh, viability completely though, where it's not for its introduction of Moxie as its hitting ability, so I'm grateful for that. Taurus, on the other hand, did not fare as well. Whoa, 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 but Pinsir, Pinsir was good for a hot minute in Gen 6 when Megas were real. When Megas, yeah. <laughs> Pinsir was a good Mega. Yeah, I loved, I loved Pinsir. It was, it was no Garchomp. No, well, yeah. it was better than it was mega better. Mega Pinsir was better than Mega Garchomp. Yeah, 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 and definitely better on uh, Mega and Faris. Um Not yes. only did the power creep definitely catch up with it, but the change in mechanics and the introduction of many uh, very good fighting types knocked it. Um, not just out of the top tier, but way down in the viability rankings. If this yeah. aren't bad enough for poor Taurus, they even nerfed its special attack in Gen 2, and didn't redistribute its stats anywhere else. I mean, they could have increased the speed or attack, no? They could have. Well, also what hurt Tauros was the physical special split, because Tauros's claim to fame in Gen 1 was hyper-beaming things in the face, and uh, hyper-beam became a special attack at the physical special split. And, mm-hmm. so, and, and and the fact and the fact that it was uh it was fast and back then the criticals were tied to yes. speed stat plus all that mass hunting from humans to make green taurus drinks I can understand how they're doing so bad. <laughs> Another unfortunate victim the power creeping is Starmie. Oh, this one hurts. Starmie was one of my first favorite Pokemon and I used it all through the first two or three gens. Anyway, although it hurt, it held its OU spot until Gen 6, its special attack stat was found wanting in the later gens. Early on, a 100 base special attack was enough to get the job done, but uh, more recently, they won't break most opponents. This has to lead into the dropping off and out of those top tiers, which are a real shame for such a cool Pokemon. It really is. Starmie is one of my big favorites. It is real sad. It is. I like to make and let's not get into the freaking evolutions and how most of them are useless now. Anyway... Um, another, um, oh, sorry. I'd like to make a positive call out as well, though. Among the doom and gloom of victims of power creep, there is one Pokemon that has held it entirely and remained one of the top competitive mons throughout its existence. Tyranitar. Its base stat risk distribution has never changed because it's never needed to. Its unique defensive typing, despite its squat weaknesses to fighting, provides a great amount of defensive uh, utility. And coupled with that of an with the incredible wall breaking power that comes with a 134 base stat, means that you never quite know what Tyranitar you're coming up against. That's all, without mentioning the death of its move pool, which is obscene and its sandstream ability. Anyway, sorry this is all a bit of a long one. I hope you all keep keeping well with peace and love sleeve. I do agree with that though. Tyranitar has been solid the entire yeah. time. Chef kiss. He chef's kiss. Yeah. Well, its typing is just really good, but especially combined with its stats. So, <laughs> yep. It worked out really well for it. A rock's a good typing. We talk about ice, or I, I talk about ice all the time, and yeah. I say, like, ice is, like, the number one offensive horrible. type. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, horrible defensively. Rock is, like, n- the number two best offensive type, in my opinion, because it's super effective against so much and resists against, uh, it, it, but unlike ice type, rock actually gets to resist things. Resist so. stuff, yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, all right. This next one is going to be from uh, Austin O. And I believe Baskets got this one. Hello, Puckle Crew. This is my first time writing in. I've been listening to the podcast since the initial Swish Pokedex leak. I saw the leak online and thought, I want to hear people discuss this. I was sad when I found your podcast and you said out the gate you would not be discussing it, but I enjoyed the podcast and the Puckle hosts, so I've been listening ever since. So despite our content, <laughs> the content of our discussions, <laughs> he's, enjoy- he's enjoyed us. That's good to know. He's here for the hosts. He's, 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 I, lo- I love what I love. Dis- despite you not talking about anything I ever would want you to, I really learned a lot about orca whales. Yeah. <laughs> As for the mailbag question, I have enjoyed Power Creep and the ways they have been trying to include older Pokemon, i.e. regional variants and regional evolutions. Personally, my favorite Pokemon is Lucario, which got a great buff with its Mega, only to be erased in recent years. Yeah. I would like to see Pokemon get their get either exclusive moves, buffed abilities, or type-slash-species-based held items that increase viability. Using Lucario as an example, an exclusive move that gives it plus two speed and plus one attack and special attack for, say, negative one, er, for, say, er, uh, negative one for everything else would be cool. You could also give it access to an item that makes all its moves priority. Ooh, that's terrifying. (laughs) Or give Justified a buff that boosts Uh... speed as well. Uh, I don't think that it makes Lucario, I don't think that just makes Lucario good. I think that makes, like, all Pokemon good. Like, if you're just like, <laughs> you're just like, yeah, Pokemon, all your moves now have priority. I mean, there's a reason Prankster only works on status moves. Uh, wow. Okay. I, I don't, now I not work I, that, dark Like, types. that ability is power creep, okay? <laughs> yeah. That, like, Doing this for individual Pokemon or types would help older Pokemon stay relevant and could be adjusted between generations easily. Thanks for doing the show and have a good one. Austino. The last time we gave a Pokemon priority just because was Talonflame, and that did not go well. Oh, that was insane. Remember that? Remember remember OG Gen 6 Gale Wings? That was busted. That was, yeah, that, that was, was crazy. busted. I mean, Lucario, like, it hasn't it hasn't fallen that much, has it? I mean, it's still OU, right? Uh, I don't think Lucario was ever OU. <laughs> um, Lucario fell pretty hard. Um, I think in Gen 4 it might have been OU, but then it dropped pretty roughly after that, um, as did a lot of Pokemon. Um, Lucario's just always been middling. It's never been like great at what it does because typically you want to run it as a fighting type Pokemon. Its claim to fame is that it can also use special attacks. It's a really good mixed attacker, and mixed attackers have really fallen out of favor lately. Like in the past, I would even say like five years. Uh, you don't run a lot of mixed attackers. You used to run mixed attackers back in Gen Four. I trademark (laughs) Puckle trademark Puckle trademark back in Gen Four. Uh. After that, it's kind of fallen out. You don't, not as many people do it anymore. I think in Ubers, you see it occasionally, like Mega Mewtwo X will be mixed, but you have to have the stat, like really crazy stats to do that. And Lucario doesn't have that. It's got like middling attack. Well, it's got like above average attack and above average special attack, but neither of them are great per se. Um, It does also get moves that do some of the things that he says, actually. I was thinking that too, Swords Dance well, and uh, um, the Priority. Yeah, he well he get he has Swords Dance that does plus two attack, obviously. Plus two speed and plus one attack are really busted. The only Pokemon that has something like that is, I believe, Kling Kling and uh Magirna. Right. Uh Magirna ha- I forget what it's called. Shift Gear. Shift Gear is the move I'm thinking of. Um Shift Gear oh, yeah, Shift yeah. Gear gives you plus two to its to speed and plus one to attack. Magirna gets it and Magirna's busted because of it. Uh <laughs> yeah. so um I like these changes these changes I agree would make Lucario better, but it would make Lucario too good. It reminds me of uh Gen 5 when Hidden Abilities came out and we all wanted Luke we all wanted Blaziken to be good one day. 
Blaziken used to be a UU, right? And then when it got its hidden ability of speed boost, it shot right up to Ubers immediately. Yeah. And so, like, it just skipped. And so that's the kind of situation I think he's describing with his changes to uh, Lucario. Is, like, mm. Lucario's, like, solidly, like, RU, UU material. And you're going to shoot it up to Ubers immediately. <laughs> right uh with these changes and what we want is we want like we want lucario to be ou so like i want to make exactly these changes i would probably just like it needs more attack like that's that's the answer it needs more attack because special special fighting moves don't exist except for aura sphere and focus blast Mm-hmm. i'm telling you game forgive us more pokemon reworks uh they do they've been doing a really good job of it actually uh in between know, gen 6 but and they gen- only do it they only do it between generations. Yes. I wish they would do it like actively no, during no, generations. No, no, that's not going to happen. That's not going to happen. All right. So this mm. one is going to come to you. This last email today is going to come to you from Fozzie. And he says, what it do, Puckle Crew? What it do? I think that the power creep definitely exists in Pokemon, but my main experience is with the TCG. When I started taking the TCG more serious back in 2016, I was mind blown that basic cards could have 170 HP and swing for 100 right. damage a turn. <laughs> It was amazing, but still wasn't out of control because you didn't have to play EX decks just to win. Oh, how the times have changed. Actually, uh, single mm-hmm. price decks were doing okay recently, and I think they can still survive even in the Mew VMAX format. Hmm. Right now, with the current meta, it seems like you have to play VMAX decks who can swing for an okay on anything. Stage 2 and Stage 1 decks just really aren't viable unless you're trying to have fun and not win. I don't know. There's a really good Decidueye yeah. deck out there that I really like <laughs> that prevents VMAX from working. Yeah, there's 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 a few... Uh, um... They've been nicer to single prize decks since ADP went out of rotation, I think. Yeah. Uh, which has been my main playstyle since base set, since I didn't know the rules and just had a deck full of Bulbasaur and Ibisaur cards. <laughs> <laughs> Although I would argue that as long as you're still having fun, then it really doesn't matter. But it is a little disheartening going to locals with a jank deck that just gets toppled by turn two. Even with all, that's why you cube draft with Thatch. Uh, <laughs> that's why you cube draft, okay? Cube drafting is <laughs> the way to play the Pokemon TCG. I will say this until I die. I like if we ever meet up in person again, I will I will go out and build an actual cube, like a real cube physically so that we can do a cube <laughs> draft in person. Fantastic. I will do it. Uh I will buy the cards necessary for that. That's a business expense. Even with all you said, I don't think the power creep is too unmanageable. With online tournaments happening daily and the T- the TCG meta seems to change every day instead of every couple of months like it used to. I think that power creep has always been a necessary evil with all Pokemon games. Yeah. The generation gimmick is always trying to be topped in order to do something, so it seems like you just need to take need to make things bigger. I think they've taken a step back. So as much crap as I've given Dexit, I do think Dexit has been a good answer to power creep. Mm-hmm. In that it, it prevents a lot of that nonsense. Uh, granted, they still brought back Lando T, so I don't care. Um, they, I, I don't believe I don't believe they did it on purpose. <laughs> as long as you're having fun and willing to learn, willing to lean into the power creep, I think it's okay for now. But if the next expansion brings VMAX tag team unions with 400 HP Mons who swing for 300 damage a turn, <laughs> then I think I'll be singing a different tune. <laughs> that's funny. Uh, that was that's a really good line, actually. That's the Green yeah. Taurus badge just for that line. Yeah, okay? that's about right there. Yep. <laughs> That's all it took. As long as there are no complaints, I think I'm going to go with that. <laughs> yeah, me too. I, uh, sorry, Sleeve. Love your email, but Fozzie, my boy here Fozzie, has a point. Fozzie, Fozzie made a very funny joke. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We're sorry you wrote e- emails with content, but this man made a funny joke. <laughs> a funny ha-ha. <laughs> so, <laughs> all right. So... This is, uh, that's gonna be it for Fozzie, uh, and for this week. So thank you for that. Fozzie, you get the green Taurus badge. Send in your, let us know, uh, and we'll, we'll give it to you. 
on Discord. If you want to email us next week at pucklepodcast.gmail.com, tell us what you're most excited for for Pokemon Legends Arceus uh, at pucklepodcast.gmail.com. Uh, we would love to see that. You can, of course, also go ahead and uh, ch- hang out with us on Discord at pucklediscord.com. You can check out other shows such as uh, TCG Cast that these two guys are on a lot. Yeah. yeah. I haven't been in a while. Sorry. Every Thursday. <laughs> Every or you not every Thursday, basket. but you can see yeah, you you basket, basket come in on the TCG. Yeah, if you want to go to an underwater basket weaving class uh, about TCG, you could go. Uh, you can go check that out over on Puckle Plus every Thursday. Where there's a new episode of something <laughs> over there. I think TCG cast is this week, right? Is that this week? Yeah, yeah, okay. And of course, you can go ahead. I, I, I'm your producer, and I don't know these things, which is really bad. <laughs> <laughs> Put all your TCG, uh, all your Pokemon eggs in this basket. Yes. <laughs> course if you want to hang out with us throughout the week social media is the best way to hang out with us over on twitter facebook instagram or tumblr you can of course also well i mean discord's a better place but you can also go to those social media you can also check out the videos we, we've been putting up on uh, new puckle plays nuzlocks over on uh youtube at youtube.com slash puckle podcast which is really exciting uh you can of course also hang out with uh hang out with us uh at those places at youtube uh, but on twitch as well at twitch.tv slash the puckle podcast where i've been streaming every tuesday and thursday as best i can <laughs> mostly doing an emerald nuzlocke but i'm getting real close to being ready to like start attempting some pokemon stadium shenanigans Ooh. so get ready for that oh that'll be fun yeah i'm excited for pokemon stadium i'm very excited for it <laughs> <laughs> and of course you can uh also uh just hang out. If you want to support the show, best way to do so is uh, over at Patreon at patreon.com slash Puckle Podcast, where you can get Pokemon and all of these other goodies that we usually talk about. We really appreciate the support. You don't have to do it. Listening to the show is all you need to do. But if you want a little bit more and maybe help out the show at the same time, it would be much appreciated. Uh, so Plus you get free Chinese. Free shiny. Well, it's not free. You're literally paying for Well, not for free. It, You're like, part of Patreon, but you get fresh Shinies. You get Shinies, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. <laughs> well, on that note, uh, I have been Trainer Thatch. Some say I've been Jashiro. I've been Basket. And uh, here in the Lavender Town Radio Tower, it's closing time. It's closing time.